Hare Krishna, so we are continuing perfect questions, perfect answers by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada and his conversation with Bob Cohen, a Peace Corps worker in India, aka Brahma Tirtha Prabhu. So, yesterday we haven't completed this chapter entitled The Perfect Devotee, so we are taking off from where we left off. Page number 61 Bob In the town I live in, I take boiled water because some of the water has disease in it. Now, why should I drink boiled water if I have been good enough not to get a disease? Then I may drink any water. And if I had been not acting properly, then I shall get disease anyway. So long as you are in the material world, you cannot neglect physical laws. Suppose you go to a jungle and there is a tiger. It is known that it will attack you. So why should you voluntarily go and get attacked and be attacked? It is not that a devotee should take unnecessary physical risks. Haribo! Please, I'm going to... I'm... I'm, Okay, I'll not mention it right now, later on. But I'm going to post it as a, like, separate quote. Because... Ah, Krishna Chaitanya. It is not that a devotee should take unnecessary physical risks. Haribo. Aren't we sometimes miracle people? He shouldn't think, now that I have become a devotee, I challenge everything. That is foolishness. Anasaktasya vishayan yadhartam upayunjita nirbandha krishna sambande yuktam vairagyam uchyate The devotee is advised to accept the necessities of life without attachment. He'll take boiled water but if boiled water is not available, does it mean he will not drink water? If it is not available, he will drink ordinary water. We take Krishna Prasadam, but while touring, we sometimes have to take some food in a hotel. Because one is a devotee, should he think, I will not take any food from the hotel, I shall starve. If I starve, then I will be weak and will not be able to preach. Haribo! Oh, this is just... I, I, I don't remember reading this before. This is the beauty of repetition. You know, these books are so deep, actually. You know, next time I'll read it and then I will find out about something new. So, ever fresh transcendental literature, Kijai. So... Bob, does a devotee lose some of his individuality? Srila Prabhupada, no, he has full individuality for pleasing Krishna. Krishna says, you surrender unto me. So he voluntarily surrenders. It is not that he has lost his individuality. He keeps his individuality, just like Arjuna. In the beginning, he was declining to fight on account of his individuality. 
But when he accepted Krishna as his spiritual master, he became a disciple. Then whatever Krishna ordered, he said yes. That doesn't mean he lost his individuality. He voluntarily accepted. Whatever Krishna says, I shall do it. Just like all my disciples, they have not lost their individuality. But they have surrendered their individuality. That is required. For example, suppose a man does not indulge in sex. It does not mean he has become impotent. If he likes, he can have sex a thousand times. But he has voluntarily avoided it. Param drishtvanivartate he has a higher taste. Sometimes we fast, but that does not mean we are diseased. We voluntarily fast. It does not mean that I'm not hungry or cannot eat, but we voluntarily fast. <clears throat> Bob, does the devotee who surrenders keep his individual taste for different things? Yes. Bob, does he keep his individual likes and dislikes? Yes, he keeps everything in full. But he, he gives preference to Krishna. Suppose I like something, but Krishna says, No, you cannot use it. Then I shall not use it. I give it up for Krishna's sake. Positively, Krishna says, I like these things. So we have to offer to Krishna what he likes, and then we take prasadam. Krishna likes Radharani. Therefore, all the gopis are trying to push Radharani to Krishna. Krishna likes this gopi. Alright, push her towards him. Push her forward to him. <laughs> that is Krishna consciousness. To satisfy the senses of Krishna, not to satisfy my senses. That is bhakti. That is called prema, love for Krishna. In quotes, uh, Krishna likes this. I must give, give him this. Bob, some prasad I like and some I find not at all to my liking. Srila Prabhupada, you should not do that. The perfection is that whatever is offered to Krishna, you should accept. That is perfection. You cannot say, I like this, I don't like this. So long as you make such discrimination, that means you have not appreciated what prasada is. No disliking, no liking. Whatever Krishna likes, that is all right. A devotee. But suppose someone prepares something for Krishna, but does not make it so nicely. Śrīla Prabhupāda No, if made with sincerity, sincerely with devotion, then Krishna will like it. Just like Vidura. Vidura was feeding Krishna bananas, but he was so absorbed in thought that he was throwing away the real bananas and giving Krishna the skin, and Krishna was eating. Everybody laughs. 
Krishna knew that he was giving him the skins in devotion, and Krishna can eat anything provided there is devotion. It doesn't matter whether it is materially tasty or not. Similarly, a devotee who also takes Krishna prasada, whether it is tasty or not, so a devotee also takes. We should accept everything. A devotee. But if the devotion is not there, if devotion is not there, Krishna doesn't like any food, either tasty or not tasty. He does not accept it. A devotee. In India, Shlaprapat, oh, India, India, don't talk of India, talk of philosophy. If there is no devotion, Krishna does not accept anything, whether in India or in your country. Lord Krishna is not obliged to accept anything costly because it is very tasty. Krishna has very many tasty dishes in Vaikuntha. He is not hankering after your food. He accepts your devotion. Bhakti. The real thing is devotion, not the food. Krishna does not accept any food of this material world. He accepts only the devotion. Patram pushpam phalam toyam yome bhaktya prayachati tadaham bhaktya pahritam ashnami prayatatmanaha Quote, if one offers me with love and devotion, a leaf, a flower, a fruit or water, I will accept it. Because it has been offered to me with devotion and love. Unquote, Bhagavad Gita 9.26 It is devotion that is required. Therefore, we do not allow anyone to cook who is not a devotee. Krishna does not accept anything from the hands of a non-devotee. Why should he accept? He is not hungry. He does not require any food. He accepts only the devotion. That's all. That is the main point. One moment. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, one has to become a devotee, not a good cook. But if he is a devotee, then he will be a good cook also. Automatically, he will become a good cook. Therefore, one has to become a devotee only. Then, all other good qualifications will automatically be there. And if he is a non-devotee, any good qualifications have no value. He is on the mental plane, so he has no good qualification. Bob, I still do not understand so much about prasada. Prasad is always prasad. But because we are not elevated sufficiently, therefore we do not like some prasad. Bob, I find that some prasad is too spicy and hurts my stomach. Srila Prabhupada, well, that is also due to 
not appreciating but the cook should have some consideration krishna must be offered first class foods so if the cook offers something last class he is not performing his duty but krishna can accept anything if it is offered by a devotee and a devotee can accept any prasada even if it is spicy hiranyakashipu gave his son poison and after offering it to krishna the son drank it as nectar so even if prasad is very spicy to others it is very palatable to the devotee what is the question of spicy krishna was offered poison real poison by putana rakshasi putana rakshasi but he is so nice that he thought she came to me as my mother so he took the poison and delivered her krishna does not take the bad side a good man does not take the bad side he takes only the good side just like all of my god brothers he wanted to make oh just like not all i'm sorry just like one of my god brothers he wanted to make business with my guru maharaj spiritual master but my guru maharaj did not take the bad side he took the good side he thought he has come forward to give me some service okay bob let us say that some devotee has some medical trouble and cannot eat a certain type of food for instance some devotees do not eat ghee because of liver trouble so should these devotees also take all kinds of prasad shall prabhat no no those who are, who are not perfect devotees may discriminate but a perfect devotee does not discriminate why should you imitate a perfect devotee so long as you have discrimination you are not a perfect devotee so why should you artificially imitate a perfect devotee and eat everything haribo the point is a perfect devotee does not make any discrimination whatever is offered to krishna is nectar that's all krishna accepts anything from a devotee quote whatever is offered to me by my devotee i accept unquote the same thing is true for a pure devotee don't you see the point a perfect devotee does not make any discrimination but if i am not a perfect devotee and i discriminate why should i imitate the perfect devotee it may not be possible for me to digest everything because i am not a perfect devotee a devotee should not be a foolish man it is said krishna ye bhaje se bada chatura so a devotee knows his position and he is intelligent enough to deal with others accordingly jai we have completed this most thrilling chapter entitled perfect devotee tomorrow we shall read the next chapter called acting in knowledge of krishna so i mean i was super delighted to read 
to complete this chapter because it's one of my favorite topics and that is not to imitate being intelligent not being foolish being discriminative and knowing i mean knowing that if you would be perfect you would not have to discriminate but you are not perfect which is also a topic of honesty and i really really love all these topics wow so thank you so much for tuning in today the link to this book is in the description and we shall see you next time hari krishna